Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Aegon, Elianod, and Garden. You three are within the depths of this pit that lies under the Swift Vine Farm, the source of all the corruption in this region. Deep, deep in the well, down the well, down a pit within the well, within this horrible labyrinth that seems to sort of scrape the underdark you have been traversing around and slicing off pieces of what you presume is Glaycrin, the hate's heart. And with the last eye stalk that you diced off, the voice of whatever this eldritch being is cried out in pain and expressed that... You guys all share an enemy with Glaycrin. It has offered you power. It has offered to fix Garden's arm, which, if you recall, is currently this <laughs> slimy, like, ooze-like, porous thing that kind of, like, exudes off his shoulder and comes down to a point with a, uh, like, you know, essentially being a sword at the end of it. Uh, and seems powerful, but is utterly vile and disgusting and hard to control. I don't suppose you magically gained the ability to remove curses uh, in the last uh, minute or so, Garden? Uh, I have not. I may have a cream for it. <laughs> I, I'm afraid <laughs> that I, I had to ask. It wasn't to rub it in, I assure you. Hmm. I mean, you could nod off if you wanted to. Hey, if I have a question mark potion, could I give that to him and see if it worked? No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, a potion that you don't know what it does? <laughs> yeah, you told me that I have one that I don't know what it does. I think you should give it to him. <laughs> Are you guys willing to take a chance? No, I am not your guinea pig. <laughs> All right. You, you never know. It could be a potion of removed curse. For all we know, it could be a potion of a lot of things. It could be a potion of instant death. No, thank you. I mean, there's a there's a chance, I guess. Maybe. 
What kind of sick and twisted god would do such a thing to this world? Uh, Craig WK. <clears throat> um, anyway, that sounds uh, awful metagamey, so we're going to move on. <laughs> so, the three of you have sliced off another one of these eye stalks, and you've slain more of these goblinoids that have cursed themselves and made sacrificial offerings of their own eyes and sort of made themselves into, like, kind of beholder-esque beings. Their corpses are on the ground. Uh, however, there is a passage that seems to coil deeper into this labyrinth. If you would like to continue on. Or you could certainly try to run away and leave this awful place. Hmm. We'll continue We're on. We're going to continue on. Yeah. Uh, how's everyone doing, by the way? Oh, other than my arm, I'm good. I'm feeling all right. Okay. Let's chase this motherfucker down. All right. You guys continue on deeper and deeper into the pit. And the the tunnel that you walk in kind of narrows down so that, you know, you guys kind of have to walk, you know, maybe like in single file lines. And the... The tunnel you feel kind of curves and coils and keeps coiling and moving down on an angle. Uh, if you guys want, you can make a survival or nature check, and I can tell you a little bit more. Uh, roll for nature? Sure. Or, yeah, go right ahead. Or would you be better? I can do survival. Um, okay. With guidance. <clears throat> Oof. And 17. 17. And for you there, Aegon? Uh, uh, I only got a 10. Uh, Elena, did you roll anything or no? I did not. Would you like to roll on one or the other? Sure. What did you roll on? And Survival. Not do well? Survival. I got a three, so. Not uh, better. So, Aegon uh, and Elena, you guys are looking at the tunnel and. It definitely seems uh, odd, but it's but you can't really place much more than that. Something just feels off. Garden, you think that this tunnel is very, very smooth, the walls. You think that this is not naturally made. This is not a naturally made cave. Uh, you are under the impression that very likely... Something was, uh, something powerful blasted out the, the, this particular tunnel. Uh, knowing that, uh, you uh, can certainly make an arcana check, uh, their, uh, uh, garden. Okay. Let's see. Uh, another 17. Nice. So, uh, if you didn't know any better, you would think that this tunnel was carved out by a ray of energy that's just, like, incredibly powerful and able to just be turned on and just keep going. Right. Well, I, uh, share the information with, uh, with uh, the other two. Asgarden lets you guys know that 
Uh, all three of you make perception checks for me as you're heading down this tunnel. Okay. Uh, four. Sixteen. Twelve. With a sixteen, Elianad, uh, the others don't even notice, but you suddenly find yourself stopping and realizing that there is a small alcove off to the side that the others didn't notice that kind of blends into the wall. Hey guys, do you see that little alcove over there? Um, does the tunnel feel like, so like a beam of energy made this tunnel, does it feel like it's fresh at all? Like it was uh, freshly no, made? No, it doesn't seem very freshly made. It doesn't seem like the okay. walls are warm or anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, you want to check out this, uh, this spot? Sure. Found? It's quite small. Yeah. Uh, this little hole in the, the tunnel is quite, you know, tiny and narrow. Only one of you can go through at a time. Who wants to go through first? Well, I'll go through. I'll... Alina, you're going through first? Sure. Um, can I give, can I cast, uh, pass without trace? That way she is stealth. Absolutely. I, Alina. Uh, you have disadvantage on this check as you squeeze through this small tunnel, but you do have that bonus from Pass Without Trace. So roll twice, take the worst result, but don't forget the bonus from uh, your friend's spell. All right. So that would be 30. Even with disadvantage? Even with disadvantage. Wow. Uh, Jeez. creep into the, uh, uh, the small little alcove. And you have to squeeze through, but you do it ever so quietly. And you see in this small little chamber is a goblin. It's lying with its back to the, uh, the cave. And it seems tired it's sort of listless and kind of out of it and doesn't seem to notice you one of its eyes is gouged out the other one is not so Elianot there's this goblin sitting there has not noticed you uh, what would you like to do Um, they're following me right like they're going to follow me in well, I'm not sure. Uh, they, you went in first, uh, but I don't know entirely what the plan is. You can reach your hand out, uh, <clears throat> or you can even try to squeeze your face in and like whisper to them, though that might give away your stealth. Yeah. I'm just hanging out, chilling. Okay, so <clears throat> how far was like the walk in? Like, Was it less than like five feet? It was just a squeeze through. Okay, so feasibly, if I walk back a little bit, I could just stick my hand out and, like, wave to them. Oh, yeah, that, a hand would be super easy. Okay, so I'm going to do that and just kind of, like, try and get their attention. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, performance check for me to wave your hand, uh, and then both of you roll insight to understand what her hand motion means. So I got a natural 20. Wow. Uh, both of you have advantage now with your uh, insight checks. Well, I, too, have a natural 20. Good lord. Okay. 
I got an unnatural 20. <laughs> unnatural? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yes, she kind of gives you guys, like, the, the quiet motion. In fact, anything you'd like to say right now, Elianod, you could say to them without actually saying it because they understand it so fully. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to motion to them that they need to come in quietly. And then I'm going to move into the chamber slightly, like, just so that they can come through. Sure, you slide aside. Uh, it's about only around, like, 10 feet by 10 feet. Like, this is not a very big room. Uh, you don't see food in here. You don't see, like, shelter. It's just this goblin listlessly lying there with one of its own eyes gouged out. Uh, Aegon and Garden, uh, she has requested you guys to come in. If you would like to do so quietly, uh, then please make stealth checks with disadvantage, but don't forget that plus 10 bonus from the spout. Twenty-two. Wow. Seventeen. You guys squeeze through, and even though you think that Garden's armor would scrape against the the, the sides of the cave walls, uh, he gets in pretty quietly. He ma maneuvers himself just well enough that uh, you guys are all there together, and you see <laughs> there's a goblin with his back against the wall, you guys are kind of in his, like, uh, peripherals, but the thing is, is the eye is gouged out, so you don't think that he even sees you. His right eye is gouged out. His back is to you, so the eye that's closest is the one that's missing. And it's just sort of shallowly breathing. But there's nothing else in the room? There's nothing else in the room. All right, um... I'd like to go perform a medicine check. Sure. You want to make yourself known and uh, uh, step out of the side, off to the side? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, medicine check. Let me know what you get. Um, I got a 12. With a 12, it doesn't take you much to realize what's wrong with this goblin as you move closer into its vision with its one good eye it turns its head to see you and you can see that its face is perfectly fine but underneath it on its left side of its head it seems to be caved in as if there's nothing inside of this thing. But it's still alive. But it's still alive. And it immediately reminds you of old Pierce McGregor and the hollowed out, you know, vestige that he and his wife had. <clears throat> and it just sort of softly turns its head in your direction and seems tired, much like Pierce McGregor was. All right, I want to ask it, uh, so what, what's happening to you right now? Why do you look this way? Do you and speak Goblin. Goblinoid? Oh, you do? Goblin. Wonderful, yeah. because that's the only language it speaks. 
Uh, <laughs> it squeaks out in Goblin and says, In the well. Play Crins in the well. That's it? That's what it says. And it just sort of is... It's. It seems tired and sleepy and out of it. What does Clay Crin look like? Clay Crin. The eyes. <clears throat> the eyes. Okay. How is it doing this to you? You guys Are you can, working for him? I was going to say, you guys can all ask questions. I assume that Aegon will. Yeah, we'll uh, translate. His translator. Are you working for him? Praise be to Clay Crin. The hate's heart. Are you in any pain right now? And the head kind of bobs in your direction and flecks <laughs> of skin kind of peel off and like kind of just splinter away into dust and it just sort of like gives you a weird look garden uh you can roll insight if you want just a flesh one <laughs> right uh let's see i got a uh, with guidance. roll a d4 and add that bonus to it uh with a that's a 13 that's fine. Uh, with a 13, I can let you know that this creature does not seem to be in agony. It just seems tired. It seems sleepy and out of it. You don't know if it feels much of anything at the moment. Did you rip your eye out? Clay Crin asks... That we give our eyes to him. We harvest them. In exchange, we gain power. Was it worth it? It sort of listlessly kind of bobs its head and doesn't respond. Uh, you've seen goblinoids in this place and others from back yeah. at like the Fortress of Volrock. That head gained <clears throat> great power through the sacrifice of their eyes. You're not sure what happened to this one. So did you get the power you wanted? Great power from Great Clay Crin. And it just sort of listlessly bobs its head again in another direction and more flecks kind of fall off of its face to the point where it barely has much of like a mouth to even be able to speak with. And you're not even really sure how it speaks because there doesn't seem to be much on the other side of its mouth. What What did it cost you? And it just sort of slumps against the, the wall and doesn't respond to that or doesn't have an answer to that. Alright, I want to put him out of his misery. You raise up your weapon and it just sort of tiredly 
looks at you and just says, just been a bit tired lately. Haven't seen many guests. Guests to Clay Crin, the hate's heart. And you swing your scimitar and dice its head off. And it basically splinters into dust. Mm -hmm. Look, I get that goblins aren't the best creatures in the world, but what Glacrin is doing to these things is wrong. Well, I don't understand why that one was withering away to nothing while other ones are turning into floaty eyeball things. Like, I don't understand that. You're not sure? Maybe they ask for different kinds of power. Like to remove a curse from a sword. From your arm? <laughs> so maybe. All right. Let's uh let's carry on, well, there's nothing else uh so there's nothing on the goblin that turned just turned to dust and that's it. Investigation check if you please. Yeah, let's do that. Can I give myself guidance on that? I'd allow that. Sweet Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh you said investigation? I sure did. Uh I got a tree. Wow, with guidance? <laughs> I gave you two Oz. Uh, that's true. Uh, you sift through the dust, and all it serves to do is kind of gross you out. Yeah. Icky. Would you guys like to continue on to the main path? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys squeeze do through the tunnel. Uh, the you know out of this small little alcove, and you start heading further down. And the trek takes you minutes, which feel like an eternity as you coil down deeper and deeper and deeper in this place. Until finally, uh, you enter in to uh, a large chamber. And in this large chamber is a giant door. And this giant door uh, has three eyes on it and a giant mouth in the center. Uh, if you guys want, you can make either a nature or arcana check, and I might be able to tell you more. Uh, I guess I'll do nature. I'll do arcana. Elena, arcana for you as well? Sure. Thank God. I mean, I'm not doing too good today either. Uh, I got a seven for nature. I got I got a seven for Arcana. I got nineteen. <laughs> uh, with a seven in nature and Arcana, for that matter, this is not a depiction of a creature that exists in the natural world. Elianad, you think that this is uh, upon the door is a depiction of a beholder. It seems to be a big, floating, fleshy at least depicted in the picture on the door, is like this fleshy creature that is like a big round orb and has a giant mouth, one central eye, and then fleshy tendrils that would come off it to eyes at the end of them. Uh, and on the door depicted is the this indentation of this beholder, but there are three larger indentations where you think something could fit into them. Uh, and there are three of them. 
And otherwise, you guys see that there are three closed doors throughout this chamber. There's the tunnel you came in at, and then there's these three other smaller doors. Uh, and then there's this big giant, you know, door on the other side of the chamber. Okay. Um, can I go up and look at the indentations on the door then? You can. Uh, Aegon, you walk up to, uh, the door. Uh, roll me a d4. One. With a one, the door you walk up to has a design on it. It is a depiction of two twin children. And as you and you alone walk up to the door, as your friends are off to the side, the door creaks open. Wait, is this one of the, like, three doors? Yep. Oh, I was thinking about the big door. He wanted to look at the indentations oh. on the big door. Well, too late well, now, because so... that's what I described. <laughs> no, you're good. So, each, so each, of the, each of the three doors have their own indentation on them? They sure do. Okay. All right. Which wall was this door on? Uh, so the tunnel comes in. Uh, on the left wall are two doors. And then okay. to the right of this tunnel is a door on the right. And then across the room is this big giant uh, door. Okay, so I went to the first one on the left. Yep. Okay. Okay, then I'd like to check in the second one to the left. Sure, roll me a d4. Two. With a two, it is a uh, depiction of uh, what seems to be a figure in a dress with rays of light or energy coming off them. And the door creeps open as you walk up to it. Garmy, do you want to check out the last door? Yeah, let's do this. You see five... Uh, no, it would be uh, uh, four Dragonborn, right? Mm -hmm. uh, four Dragonborn figures uh, that are standing... And as you walk up to that door, it creeps open. All right. Um, so my door creeped open, right? Everyone, when you guys each walked up to your own doors, they creeped open. All right. Now, if we separate. Did do... you want to check out that like big giant door at this point, Aegon? Um, yeah, but I do have a question about, uh, my spell for Pass Without Trace. Does that carry on, I guess, what is the distance for something like that? Or is it, like, just because I cast the spell on them, they have it and I don't have to be close to them? I think you have to be close to them, uh, but I can certainly check for you. I, uh, and by the way, uh, as you step away from the door, uh, there, uh, Aegon, your it door closes. closes with okay. a, uh, snap. 30 feet of you. Okay. All right. So I guess that answers that. Um, yeah, I want to go check out the big door then and see what... Uh... Well, so, hold on. So actually, no, I want to go up to 
I want to go up to my door, but not go in it and just see like what indentations are on it. Is it just a picture of twins and that's it? Or is there like something that can fit into it? Like the big door? Uh, no, it doesn't look like there's anything that fits in it. it just looks like it's the, the outline within this uh, metal door. All right. Then, yeah, I want to go up to the big door and see what the indentation are, is on the, on the big door that can fit stuff. As you walk across this chamber, you walk by Elianod's door. And as you get close to Elianod's door, it shuts. And gotcha. then you keep walking and get to the, the main doors, and Elianod's doors open again. Uh, you get up to the giant set of doors, uh, and you see this uh, grisly outline of this beholder. And you think that there are three indentations that are eye-shaped in the door. You presume that these would function as, like, keys, so to speak. Okay. So they're eye-shaped. All right. Because I know that we, we each had, like, a glass bottle of something from the chateau, but I didn't know if that was, like, what would fit in there. I have, no, like, a dead Those are kind of weird random items. Uh, okay. Like, one of you has a stuff box, and the other has a spoon. Okay. Uh, you know, so, like, the, those are, are certainly items of, of importance to you, and you feel like there's something to them. Uh, but as far as that goes... No, uh, it doesn't seem like they would fit in there. Uh, I yelled at Elena. I ask her what she sees. I see a door in front of me that has a figure in a dress with beams coming off of it. Does that look familiar to you? I mean, it, it looks like a woman in a dress with beams coming off of her. Because the one by that I walked up to had an image of two twins and it just seemed odd. I didn't know if we each have our own door that we need to go into. I mean, Garden, what does yours look like? Well, I see a uh, four for a uh, dragonborn. So then I'm assuming we each have to go into one of these doors. When you walked past me, my door shut. So I don't think any of us can go in with another. All right. All right. I walked to my door. And I wish them all luck as I, as I want to creep in with uh, Pass Without Trace. Absolutely. Uh, so, Aegon, you're going first? Yeah. We'll start off with you. Uh, who's going uh, into their room second? I will. Probably not, and then finally Garth. Awesome. So let's go ahead and start with Aegon. Aegon, you walk down a long, dark tunnel. And you have dark vision. But this tunnel offers you no vision. You think that magically, maybe, uh, there is magical darkness that blinds you as you sort of blindly grope down this tunnel. And you... Um, oh, yeah? I want to place my hands on the wall. Do I feel anything odd about it? Feels very similar to the smooth passages that coil down into this pit. You think that okay. it's very similarly made. I... Go ahead and make a... Uh, you're trying to stealth, right? Then go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. Natural 20. With a natural 20, you get right to the edge of the darkness. And 
right as you would pass through and be just seen in like daylight, you not daylight necessarily, but uh, bright light, you see illuminescence coming from the next chamber. In the center of the room is another eye stalk that has oozed its way out of the ground. And standing in front of that eye stalk are your siblings. With your natural 20, you don't think that they noticed you. You think that you hid well enough that they did not see you. They are just waiting. Silently. Just staring straight ahead. Does anything look odd about him? Make a perception check. With guidance? I'd allow that. Come on. <clears throat> uh, twenty-two. With a twenty-two, I, uh, yeah, I mean they look just as you, uh, remember them, but like they would be older. But also that was years ago. Time had jumped when you left Shop Filthgish. They look just the same as they did when they, like, when you, like, you oh. know, like, when they were children. That's odd. That is. Elianod. Much like Aegon, you head down a dark, dark hallway. And even when you cast the light spell, it offers no illumination. Okay. And you're sort of forced to kind of grope around blindly. Uh, did you want to try stealthing? Yes. Please do. Um, so 14. With a 14, you find yourself stepping out of the darkness and into illumination. From the center of the room, much like it was in uh, the room Aegon was in, you see an eye stalk, and it sort of burns with this, like, glow uh, that, you know, just kind of casts light out. Throughout the room, all along the, like, kind of the, the edges of the, the room are more of these desiccated goblins that are, like, hollow, much in the same way the previous one was dying from. These ones seem to already be dead and are very, very similar to the remains of Pierce McGregor and his wife. But standing uh, off to the side in the room is a familiar face. And in the middle of a teleport or, a, a circ or a, an arcane circle on the ground, you see your friend May, your criminal contact. Half-elf. Dark skin, wearing greens, dark leathers, and she smiles in your direction, and she says, Elianod, I've warned you not to get involved with these people, but it's okay. I can get us out of here. This is a teleport spell. What we can do is we can leave this horrible place together. And she holds out her hand and says, you'll join me, won't you? No. You don't think we need to take care of this? We need to get rid of this? Rid of this? This is beyond us. We need to get out of here. 
Yeah, but all of these people are dying. Like, look at this land. We're not long for this world ourselves if this spreads. Elianod, I don't think that you can trust those other people. I don't know that you can trust anyone else. But you can trust me. Can I? Here? No, I don't know if I can. If you think that we shouldn't be fighting this. Perception check, uh, Elianod. That's a 12. With a 12. Years and years have passed since you guys entered Shaw Filthkish. She looks just the same as she did when you were in Zanjuro with her. Garden. Are you dragging that oozy, slimy arm into the uh, tunnel? Uh, actually, I, if 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 I'm a lot, I kind of like you know, toss it over the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so you pick it up and toss it over your shoulder, and it no longer drags on the ground. It's kind of heavy and awkward on your shoulder, but but you think that you can put up with this for now. Uh, are you trying to stealth your way uh, down the tunnel? Yes. You don't have any bonuses, but you don't necessarily have disadvantage. Uh, so go ahead and make a regular stealth check. All right. Looks like nine. With a nine, you stumble into the dark. And as you do so, you find that you kind of blunder out into the light. In the center of the room is a fleshy tendril with an eye at the end of it. And surrounding that tendril is your family. You see uh, uh, all of them uh, garden. Your uh, father, Onslaught, with his white scales. Uh, your mother, Tack. And your siblings, Alt and Enceve. Uh, and they are all around this eye. And they all kind of smile at you. And uh, your father, Onslaught Blackclaw, sort of steps up. And he says, ah, son, I knew you would be back to join us. I'm not joining. I'm not joining you guys. I left you guys. Son, you have come here for a very important reason, and that is to aid us. Join us, son. This world mm. does not have long. Choose the winning side. <laughs> That's your side? No, I'm, I don't think so, no. No, I want nothing to do with you, any of you. Make a perception check, Garden. Uh, looks like a 16. With a 16, it's been how many years since you, like, when you, like, the time has passed since you went through Shoth Filthkish? 
40 years? Mm-hmm. Dragonborn live maybe 60, 80 years. They don't look like they've aged a bit. Back over to Aegon. <laughs> Aegon. Uh, they have not, you've not confronted them or anything. You've been uh, able to elude them as you're kind of hiding in the, the edge of the darkness of this uh, tunnel. Uh, what would you like to do? All right. So obviously I know something's not right. Um, I want to try to get as close to the statue without being seen. The statue, you mean the eye stalk in the center of the room? Yeah, I thought, sorry. I, yeah, the, the eye stalk, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so the, uh, the eye stalk uh, is in the center of the room, and the twins are right in front of it, staring at the mouth of the tunnel. If you step out, you will be noticed. The only okay. reason you have not been noticed so far is because you got a natural 20, natural and you've 20. been able to stay in the darkness. I mean, I'll just step out. You step out. Lodo. And the Carla. twins speak in unison. Brother, have you finally come? We've been waiting for you. I've been waiting too. I've been looking for you guys for a really long time. We know, brother. We're so happy to see you. Are you here to take us away from this awful place? It depends. You aren't my siblings. You aren't my brother and sister. Who are you? They sort of stop and look to the eye stalk. And you hear a deep, booming voice. Egon Queston. This is a destiny that was stolen from you by our mutual enemy. Join me and we will bring your time back to what it should be. I'm ready to do the right thing in this world, but by, not by the methods that you do them. You would turn your nose up at an ally that could stand against your greatest foe. And what foe is that? time and space he who makes playthings of all that he sees a non-real sin a non-real sin the flesh of infinity join me and we can usurp him what does a non-real sin have to do with me? <laughs> Everything. Back over to uh, Elianod. <laughs> Elianod, I, your friend, who you're feeling iffy about, is offering her hand and saying that she can take you away from this horrible place, that your allies cannot be trusted, that you need to escape and get out of here and be and live another day. Okay. May, how have you not aged? It's been 40 years here. How have you not aged? Elianot, we need to leave and quick. This place is dangerous. 
you need to answer me so that I can make a decision. How have you not aged? Uh, Elena, make me a intelligence check, if you please. Oh, actually, you might not be the one to have it. Uh, so that's going to be an 11. With an 11, are you the one who currently has the mirror? Yes. Did you want to use it? Yes. You grab out the mirror, and as soon as you do so, uh, May's face kind of distorts and seems to ha like have a panicky expression. And you hear a voice booming uh, that speaks seems to speak in unison in deep speech and in common that kind of translates in your brain uh, and it just kind of cries out in, in uh, rage and says that miserable cursed a non-rule sins mirror and you hold it up and there is no reflection of May and it begins to dawn on you Elianad, that you have never once spoken with May and had anyone else around to see her. And you don't, she's always left from out of the window. Mm -hmm. And you start to get the bad feeling that you don't know if May has ever been May in Lava Cloud Village. May's distorted face, though, sort of freezes in place as she sort of, her eyes gaze at the tendril of flesh with an eye at the top of it. And the offer goes to you as well. I have offered you power cure your, to cure your ailments. I can now offer you chance to go back to fix the time stream you can go back and have the life that you deserve to have that was stolen from you from our mutual foe who is our mutual foe it is he whose mirror you bear a non sin the flesh of infinity Interesting, because he said that we had a common enemy also. We had common interests. Your common interests will lead you to an existence of eternal pain. I offer you a place of power in a world that I will be reforging. And what happens to me? What happens to me when you give me all this power? Then what happens? You have a place at Glaycrin's side for a new world order. We're gonna pause there. Garden! You're staring at Onslaught and the rest of your family, and it's dawning on you that the only time you've confronted your father in this region were times in when you saw him in the pain sh or in the abandoned chateau <laughs> uh the abandoned chateau 
Uh, and also, uh, when you were alone in Pneumonia Caverns. And here he hmm. is, just the same as when you remember him years and years and years ago when you last saw him. Like, he looks the same before you left home and bid farewell to your family. So, tell him, you know what, I, uh, this, this is, uh, pretty sure this is a, this is a trick. You guys aren't really here. He looks to the eye stalk and all of your family members do the same. And a booming voice calls out to you. A terrible destiny awaits you, Garden Morquill, unless you choose to serve me. I can cure your arm. I can give you power, and I can make it so that your family was brought to justice as they should have been. Uh, sorry. I'm already serving Duke Lion, so, uh, yeah, yeah, should have got here sooner. Your god has abandoned this world. Your god does nothing in the face of oblivion. Do not be a fool. Choose the correct answer. I'm pretty sure I would be a fool if I took anything you had to offer. Ah, idiots. Aegon, back to you. Um, I want to walk right up to the eye stock. Mm-hmm. You do so. Okay. Um, so is it just, it's just a stock and it's got an eye at the end of it, right? Yeah, it's this fleshy tendril that comes out of the ground uh, and kind of twists and turns up. It's the uh, a deep, deep color red. Uh, and has this eye at the top of it that's quite wide, you know, quite large. Alright, um, I want to grab at it. You grab at the fleshy tendril, and, uh, what would you like to do? I want to look at the eye and say, I think this is what I need, and try and cut its head off. You grab out your scimitar, and as you swing it, you hear your twin siblings cry out no, just for the blade to pass through, and they vanish. And the eye stalk twists and reads in agony at the base, and then just kind of slides back into the earth. And the eye at the that you're holding on to sort of melts away and becomes a uh, stone made of eye, or an eye made of stone. Gotcha. Eureka. And you're heading back. I put it. I put it in my pocket. And I start walking my way back. Elinod, your turn. Uh, so you said that that I live a life of pain, and that's right, because that's what I do. I've lived a life of pain, so I'll take this life of pain over whatever fresh hell you have in store for me, and I'd like to walk up to it and do shocking grasp. You grab the uh, uh, eye stalk, and as lightning crackles around your hand, you hear it cry out and say, you don't know what pain is yet. And you scold it away, and it breaks off, 
And Maze, uh, you hear her cry out one last time, no, as she vanishes. And a stone eye is now in your hands. Okay. Garden, it's your turn. Oh. Well, I guess I've had <laughs> had enough of a... Uh... Of this conversation, I too uh, whip out my arm and attack the eye. You twist the slimy appendage that is your right arm around <laughs> and then around, and as you do so, uh, you hear Glaycrin's voice scream out, You will regret this! as it twists it off, and the eye splats to the ground and it melts away to become stone. Three of you reconvene in the this kind of central main chamber. How you guys doing? Good. I got this weird stone eye thing. Oh, I got one too. I, I have one as well. Would you guys like to place them in the giant metal door on the other side of the room? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. do this. You guys each place one of the stone eyes into their sockets. And the metal door starts opening. And you see in this chamber the ground itself kind of blinks. And it catches you off guard for just a moment. But all the walls of this horrible pit that you're in start thumping as if blood is pulsing through them. And you do indeed see that the 60-foot wide room that you're in, the floor itself seems to be an enormous eye. All along the edges of the room, you see piles of dust and more uh, emaciated goblinoids that have had some that have had their eyes gouged out, some that have not, uh, and they seem to be hollow and turning to, to ashes. And from up above, in the center of the room, in the ceiling, you see coming out of a coiling chamber that seemed to be made of the, the beam of energy that I mentioned before, floats down a beholder. Car, or caked into the ceiling, you see what seems to be a series of pods almost. They seem kind of uh, crystal-like, cylinder. Not crystal-like hard, but like kind of like a, a, you know, kind of cylinder-shaped spines almost that are kind of stuck into the ceiling as well. And you see one of them crack and an eye blinks on the inside. You think that this is the meteor that landed in this place years and years ago. And you think that one of those seeds, those pods, grew into this beholder. And it floats down and in deep speech, you hear it cry out, And 
and in deep speech, it cries out, I'm going to destroy you for my master, Glaycrim's rebirth. And the thumping of the chamber kind of pulses to the point where it kind of makes your head ache, almost like you're having a migraine. And the floor itself blinks and the eye stares at you. And you think that this entire pit that you're in may very well be the body of Glay Crin. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.